It's certainly good to be back in the Lord's house this evening. And I thank the Lord for everyone that's come this way tonight to go to church with us and worship with us. We especially appreciate and thank all our visitors for coming. I have a scripture that's uh, very familiar, and it's uh, one that I use a lot. I mention it a lot from time to time, but it's on my heart to read it tonight. It's in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, and these are the words of Jesus. And in Matthew, uh, yeah, Matthew 11 and 28, he said this. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so there's an invitation through the power of the Holy Spirit from Jesus Christ to every person. Doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, what you've done. There's an invitation to come and be part of the family of God. And I, I thank God that invitation is real. And I thank God it was to me and it was to you and is to you. And I'm glad I got saved when I was a boy. Let's all stand for just a moment. <clears throat> Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for the invitation. God, we're so thankful that you invite us, each one, to come to you. And, Lord, it's not something complicated. It's not something that's hard. But, Lord, it's just an act of faith, believing that you are God and that Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose from the dead and he's alive. And he has room and he has power for us to be part of the family of God. God, we pray tonight for this service that you might speak to someone's heart. You might invite someone to come to you. God, we pray tonight that uh, someone might respond to your call and come and be born again. Lord, we ask you to bless us and help us to worship you tonight, God, in spirit and in truth. We ask you these things and we praise you these things in Jesus' name. And amen. amen. You may be seated. Turn over the choir.
appreciate everybody that's here tonight, and we appreciate being in the Lord's house. And I appreciate your choir singing. Uh, every one of them songs means something to me. The first one, I love the blessed Savior divine. That's one of my favorites. But then why I love him, I can walk and talk with him. That's in the second song. And then the next one, he's coming to get me. And it don't get no better than that. And I was thinking when they were singing that song, how good it makes you feel right now when you, get, when you can think about that right in your heart that Jesus coming after us, we're going to get up in the resurrection. I try to picture that in my mind sometimes. And, uh, but the joy that we feel just thinking about it right now, I can't imagine what it's going to be like when it actually happens, but I know I'll be there. I appreciate being in God's house tonight. And uh, us all stand. Anybody have an unspoken request? Everybody. Anybody got a spoken request? important thing in the world and that's well anybody else Anything, anything that the church does to reach people is important. Any, anything else? That's Brother Mike Nichols, lead us in prayer.
was thinking. Terry read a, read that scripture in Matthew, and it brought another one to my mind. And uh, I thought I'd just read it. It goes right along with what he read in the 55th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah said, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye by, and eat ye, come buy wine and milk without money, without pride. If it would have took any money, I'd have been left out. I probably didn't have two cents in my pocket the day I got saved. But God wanted me for some reason anyway. I still ain't figured that out, but because of his love. And uh, so it come by without money, without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and you, your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently. I, I'll say this. Down in my soul, I've been satisfied ever since the day God saved me. That's, that's been 66 years ago, and I've been satisfied with what God done down in here ever since. Now, I ain't been satisfied with me a lot of times, but I've been satisfied with what God done for me. Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. The day I got saved, I, I can just tell what happened to me. But the day I got saved, I, when I stepped out of the seat over, over on this side, we was in the other building, but uh, and headed for the altar, I felt terrible. Everybody here knows what I'm talking about. I felt awful. When I, when I, by, by the time I got up here, it was a completely different story. I was satisfied down in my soul that I was on my way to heaven. And, uh, and I'm still satisfied with that. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me. Here and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. He made Everybody that's got saved got an everlasting covenant. It's everlasting life. He sealed us till the day of redemption. One of these days is like that last song they sung, we're going home. Jesus is coming to get us. That's enough for me now. Has anybody got a song or a testimony? God's been good to us. Pray for him. Just a slight impression, so you just pray and do my best. <clears throat> Once my clothes were ragged, the world looked down on me. I had no hope for tomorrow, nor for eternity. 
eternity. But then grace came with mercy and heard this orphan's plea. And now I've been adopted. From bondage I've been set free. And now I'm no longer an orphan, for someone has rescued me. My garments no longer are tattered, my family is royalty. I came so empty-handed, no place to call my home, and no one to really love me. Oh, but now look what I own. I'm feasting on the manna that flows from God on high. And there is no shortage, there is a vast supply. And now I'm no longer an orphan, for someone has rescued me. My garments no longer are tattered, my family is royalty. I'm no longer an orphan, for Jesus has rescued me. My garments no longer are tattered, my family is royalty. scripture I want to read if I can find it real quick. I love that song. Just go right along with their song about the tattered garments in the sick. This is probably one of my favorite scriptures. In the 61st chapter of the book of Isaiah, the 10th verse, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. Now listen. For he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. He dressed us up already. We don't have to wait to get dressed up. My soul's already got his white robe on. And on my way to heaven, this this thing here has got to be changed before it'll be ready, but I'm waiting on that. Seeing this, and he said, or they were singing about the being rescued, and this is normally a song we sing with the kids. Um, that's rescue mission. 
And I'll do my very best. If I forget, I'll do like I did the other night, and I'll just wind it up and sit down. If I can't remember the chords, I won't play. But I want, I want to say this. Um, uh, if you're here tonight and you're lost, I was thinking about reading. I was talking to somebody before church about it, the woman at the well. Um, I want to make a comparison. She, she had drunk from that well day after day and year after year. And then Jesus came along and he, he gave her a real drink. And my mind went to, when I was thinking about that, I was thinking about the rich man that opened his eyes in hell. He just desired that the tip of his tongue be touched with that, that water. And uh, my thought was this, if you're not saved, we're not, we're not saying, I'm, we're not saying that you're gonna go through life and somewhere along the line, Satan is just gonna get you. What we're trying to tell you is Satan already has you. If you don't get free from sin, you, you've only got that, that, that water that that woman had that she drew from that it sustained her body for a little while, but it couldn't sustain her soul. So I really don't know how I'm going to do on this. <clears throat> he must have loved us awful lot. Give up all he had to give us what we got. He faced all we have all to Since he came down to rescue us, it was a rescue mission for you and me. A humble birth, a rugged cross. At Calvary, he conquered death, and true life he has given. Jesus came on a rescue mission. When you know that your ship is going down, and there doesn't seem to be a single friend around, don't sink in sin and shame, just call on Jesus' name. You're the reason that he came. It was a rescue mission for you and me. A humble birth, a rugged cross, a Calvary. He conquered death, and true life he has given. Jesus came on a rescue mission. He must have loved us an awful lot. I was thinking this week sometime about John 3.16, for God so loved the world. And I thought, just thinking about it in here, if, if it would have just said God so loved the world and, and the rest of it wasn't there, that would have been a true statement. 
But the reason, what he done, because he loved us, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That give us an opportunity to get to the water. And uh, somebody else got a song or a testimony. appreciate this service. I've enjoyed it. Nobody else has anything. I'll turn over to my pastor. I certainly appreciate the opening up and singing and that's everything's been done. Well, it's good to be here tonight. And uh, I'm glad for what I can feel. And uh, we got a great crowd tonight. I'm glad everybody's here that's here. Probably got uh, a multitude of folks watching on a live stream. We appreciate that. I just, I get statements and sometimes calls or texts or sometimes it'll be carried to me by somebody else telling me about somebody that said, well, I thank God for the live stream from Lima because I can't go to church, can't get there. And uh, when I watch it, it helps me. And so for those that can't come and watch, I, I appreciate you too. And so we asked, uh, again, Brother Carl asked plenty of times, but anybody else got a song really stirring on your heart, you still welcome to sing if you feel like it. All right, if not, won't you pray? I, uh, I like to uh, turn this over to some of these other preachers, especially on Wednesday, but I got a thought on my heart that's uh, kind of pressing there. I guess I better use what the Lord's given me. Uh, in the uh, 61st chapter of Psalms, if you'd like to turn with me where I'd like to start and read from, and uh, you pray real earnestly. And uh, this still ties in with uh, everything that Brother Carl said and what they sang about. And, uh, the scripture that I read started us all, all hooks up together. And that's the way the scripture is. <clears throat> Here in the 61st Psalm, I want you to listen and pray. The psalmist says, in starting in verse 1, Hear my cry, O God, attend to uh, my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever, I will trust in the covert of thy wings. Selah. Uh, let me read one more verse. For thou, O God, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. And so I want you to pray. And uh, I'd like to use a text tonight. There is room for you. And when Jesus was saying there the scripture that I read in opening, uh, coming to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. There's a place in Christ for every person. And in the 14th chapter of the book of John, Jesus said, uh, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in the Father, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And then he said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go away and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So when he said, I go to prepare a place for you, I could put it in my words and say, he went to make room for us uh, in the family of God and in the place that's called heaven. 
And uh, there's a spot that's uh, yours, and there was a spot that was mine. Nobody else could claim my spot. I didn't have to uh, try to elbow anybody out of the way. There was a spot that Jesus Christ had for me. And so there are some words in these verses here I want you to uh, kind of pay attention to, second, third, and fourth verse. I'll just give you the words. In the second verse, it says rock. In the third verse, it says shelter. In the fourth verse, it says tabernacle. And it says covered. And so God, he, he gave us a rock to stand on. And I'm telling you, Jesus Christ is my rock tonight. And down here where it talks about a shelter, that's been a shelter for me. Uh, you just imagine uh, somebody that was out in the cold and they were homeless and had no place to go. And uh, somebody came by and said, I, I got a, a good spot for you to move into. If you'll just come, uh, I'm going to give you this spot. I've already bought it and paid for it. And it's just for you. And if you'll just come, you can live here and everything will be fine. Well, you say, that's kind of incredible. That's, that's beyond reason. Well, it is according to nature sometimes, but in the spirit, uh, it's exactly what the reason of God did because he loved us so much. And so God loves you tonight. And uh, that uh, scripture that uh, Brother Carl quoted, uh, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I'm telling you what, there's room in the family of God for you. And Jesus said, I'm the door. Uh, one scripture I think said he's the door to the sheepfold. I'm telling you what, uh, he's the door. He's the way to get in. And I'm glad that one time when I was just a young boy, uh, about 12 years old, I'm glad that God spoke to me through the gospel and told me that there was a way for me to get in the family of God, a way for me to get in the house of God. Back here uh, to these words in the 61st Psalm, thou hast been a shelter for me. I moved into God's shelter when I came to him by faith. I trusted him. I didn't have to do anything big or, or outstanding or miraculous. I didn't have to uh, take a, a test and show that I measured up. I didn't have to uh, uh, question my intellect to get in. I'd have never made it if I'd have had to do that. I, I didn't have to uh, come and say, well, look how good I am uh, and measure up like that. I, I'd have never got in like that. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. How did I get in then? All I had to do is just come when he called. Those verses that I read in opening up, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Where does he give you rest at? I'm telling you what, he invites you into the household of faith. He invites you into the family of God. He invites you into his very presence. And you talk about a resting place. When I was, was lost and uh, I was uh, in sin and I was on my way to hell, I'm telling you what, uh, I didn't have any rest when I was like that, Brother Mike. Uh, I, I'd lay down. I tell this a lot. It maybe sounds a little silly and repetitious, but uh, sometime after I realized I was lost and if I died like that, uh, Brother Taylor, I was going to go to hell. Uh, when, I, when I got like that and sometimes at night before I'd go to sleep at night, sometimes I'd cry even in my bed. Sometimes I'd wrap my pillow around my head because I didn't want Mom and Dad to hear me crying. And, and so I had, I had a, a very uh, life that was full of turmoil. But you talk about rest. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and have rest. And I will give you rest. Not maybe or, or, or probably. He said, I'll do it. Well, uh, praise God. He gave me a shelter. That's here in the 61st Psalm. He let me in his house. He let me in his tabernacle. He said, uh, I will trust in the cover of thy wings. The cover is a hiding place. It's a shelter. I, I, got, a, I got a hiding place. When I came, when I was 12 years old, I didn't measure up, but I got saved anyway. How did I get saved if I didn't measure up? Because Jesus measured up for me. He measured up for all of us. 
And so I'm glad tonight that God has a way to reach out. And uh, he said, behold, I'll stand his door and knock. He knocked his door of my heart. And when I opened up the door of my heart, he let me in the door that he had, which was him. I come in and, and I'm saved and I'm on my way to heaven now. And boy, I'll tell you what, I'm glad of one thing. I'm glad, uh, listen to this. Now, let me go back and read this again. I quoted it, but I, I want to read it back here in the 11th chapter of the book of Matthew. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And, and, and there's, uh, there's no maybes in that. That's an absolute positive statement. Uh, who is it to? He didn't just pick out a few and say, you can have this, or, or maybe you can have it don't want you didn't do that I'm glad that he said come to me all ye that labor are heavenly and I will give you rest and so I want you to get this one more thing here if I can get this back here he said I'm the good shepherd the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep and so the good shepherd made a place for everyone that wanted to be his sheep I, he, he brought me into the sheepfold and I'm telling you what now this may sound a little silly uh, but he makes the point the good shepherd that I've got protects me so good that the wolf can't get me. I'm sheltered by the good shepherd. I'm in a place of safety because of the good shepherd, and he's protected me so good. Ever since that night, Saturday night, when I got saved, when I was just a boy, and I've already told you about how I felt when I was lost, I'd lay down, wrap my head uh, up in my pillow so mom and dad couldn't hear me crying. I had agony in my life. I, I'd, I'd think about it. If I would die, I'm going to go to hell. Well, after that Saturday night, when I just simply trusted God, believed that Christ died for me, believed that he raised from the dead, believed that he wanted me to be part of his family, believed that he had a door open for me, and I like this. Uh, he told one of the churches there in Revelation, said, uh, I set before you an open door. No man can shut it. Uh, he said, but when the door's shut, no man can open it. When the Holy Spirit's calling and God's saying to you, come, that's when the door's open. Well, when I got saved when I, on that Saturday night, I never have laid down in my bed anymore and worried about going to hell. I haven't had to cry myself to sleep because I was afraid if I died, I wouldn't go to heaven. I know that I know that I know that I'm saved and I'm on my way to glory. I'm going to heaven and the devil can't stop me. Let's stand and sing a song. I believe somebody here may want to come. This is real simple. You don't have to do anything complicated. But I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to ask you this as we get ready to sing. Start coming to sing. If you're here tonight and there's a, an emptiness, an uneasiness, a heaviness, a turmoil in your heart and in your life, if you'd like to have peace and joy, if you'd like to have uh, the great uh, presence of God in your life, would, would you just come and pray about that tonight? Let's talk to God. Just trust Jesus as a Savior of your soul and invite Him. Just say, Lord... I believe that you died on the cross and rose from the dead. Lord, please come into my heart and soul and live there with me. Would you just come? Let's come down and pray about that tonight. While we're saying, I expect somebody here needs to come to Jesus. Would you do that right now? Sing whenever you're ready. Somebody needs to come to Jesus right here, right now. We're not here to pressure you or not here to embarrass you. Heaven forbid. You don't have to make a speech. You don't have to join this church. But what you do need to do, if you're here, and you've never had an experience in your life where you trusted Jesus Christ as the Savior of your soul, and if you feel that longing down inside, you feel that emptiness, you feel that desire, I'd like to have that that uh, Brother Carl was talking about opening up. I'd like to have that.
uh, that the singers were singing and talking about. I'd like to have that that God's letting the preacher preach about. Would you come tonight and let's just pray with you. Let's just pray. Let's just bow at the altar. Don't be ashamed to do that. Don't be hesitant to just come and let's pray and listen to me tonight. If you're here, you're needing to come and you're a little shy and a little hesitant about coming. If there's a Christian close by that you've got confidence in, just get them by the hand or the arm and say, will you go with me? I'm sure they will. I assure you they would. I know I would, and I'd be glad. I'd meet you here in the aisle and walk to the altar with you if you need to do that. Would you please come tonight while God's calling? You don't have to stay lost. You don't have to stay in trouble. You don't have to stay on the outside. You don't have to keep laboring through life. You don't have to have a heavy laden heart. You can have the peace of God in your soul. You can have joy unspeakable. You can have eternal life. You can have Jesus. Jesus, you mean I can really have Jesus? Yes. When you get saved, Jesus comes into your heart and soul. He lives in your soul. If you don't want to die and go to hell, come and pray about it tonight. Would you just come right now? Come right now. Please come. Come right now. Obey the Lord. Let God, let God bless you. Come right now. Let's, let's talk to Jesus about this. Think about this. Jesus died on the cross. He willingly died. They didn't make him die. Oh, I know they took him and crucified him, but he had enough power. He couldn't have been crucified unless they were allowing him to do that. He came willingly and died on the cross. He said, if I'd have wanted to, I could have called 10 legions of angels to destroy the world. But he didn't do that. Why didn't he do that? If he could have, why did he let him treat him so bad? And why did he let him crucify him? So he could be a savior for you and me. So he could conquer death. He could conquer the hell. He could conquer the grave. And he did all that. And he's, he's alive today. Well, preacher, you said they killed him. Yeah, but he didn't stay dead. He got up from the grave. And after a while, probably 40 days, he entered back into heaven. And he's, the Bible said he's making intercession for you and me. What's that mean? That means he talks to God on our behalf. Making intercession. His shed blood is our ticket to heaven. Well, how can I get the shed blood? Well, you can trust Jesus and he'll wash your soul and make it clean in the blood of the Lamb. Now, doesn't matter how young or old you are. If God's speaking to your heart, you can get saved. Doesn't matter if you've been here a thousand times or just once or twice. If God's speaking to your heart and you'll come to him, you can get saved. You don't have to measure up. Jesus measures up. Sing whenever you're ready. Somebody needs to come. I am redeemed. Listen. Amen. Think about that. Jesus. He's changed my whole life. Amen. Would you please step out and come? If anybody just let's come and pray. I'll tell you what, just try it. Just who I am. Make an effort. Try and see. Come and pray. You really have nothing to lose. And everything to gain. If you just feel a little bit like coming to pray, come. 
That's sort of the way I felt tonight I got saved. Sweet love now I felt a little bit like coming. And I didn't want to miss my opportunity. There was I'd missed some opportunities before. But that night, I said, God help me. God, God help me. I've told this before. As shy as I was, sometimes, sometimes I felt like my feet wouldn't move. I felt like my feet were glued to the floor. But I said, God, help me. Give me the strength. Give me the wherewithal to take a step. And God, help me. And I came. And I got saved. And I am saved. And I'm going to stay saved. And I'm on the way to heaven. Do you want that tonight? Take a test. We don't have to be faithful. You don't have to tell about your sins. Your sins are none of my business. Between you and God. Will you just come and say, God, you know I'm a sinner. But I will be saved. Say it in your words. You don't have to repeat my words, but this is just kind of the substance of it. Say, Lord, you know I'm a sinner. Lord, please save me. I want that peace. I want that dwelling place. I want that spot that's mine that Jesus bought for me. I want assurance that when this life is over, I'm going to heaven. Do you have that assurance tonight? Do you have that assurance? Let me ask you a question tonight. If you're not saved and you feel a little bit like coming to the altar, what possible good reason could you have to not come? I can answer that for you. There's no good reason. Now, I'm not criticizing you because I sat in the church house with a lost boy and I turned down some opportunities. Well, I'm sorry that I did I'm sitting there. I feel like I need to go get saved. That's long about the time that I was crying tonight because I was afraid of going to hell. So I didn't make the right choice at any time. But I'm so glad that that one night that I came and I got saved. This could be your night. This could be your place. This could be your hour. Please come. Boy, I appreciate that singing. Sing another if you feel like it. Would you just come tonight? Just come tonight. And again, if you want to bring somebody with you to help, do it. Everybody's welcome. Please come while they sing. Please come. Obey the Lord in heaven above. Why you Please obey the Lord. Yeah, listen. I can't understand. Amen. Yeah. I can't understand it. Well, preacher, you ought to understand it. I preach about it, but in the fullness of it, I I can't explain it all together. I just tell a little bit about it, Brother Bird. But I'm glad the preacher that preached to me, even he was just telling a little bit about it. But David, it was enough that God got my attention. And I saw my lost condition. And I saw that I needed to again. Jesus told Nicodemus in John 3 3, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. That's man, woman, boy, or girl. That's the whole family of man. 
Except you've been born again, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Think about that. Except you've been born again, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. But the good news is you can be born again. But you have to seek him in order to have him. Please come. And I'm no ruler or king. Please obey the Lord. And this whole world Please obey doesn't the Lord. know who I am. Please obey the Lord. But I Listen, have Jesus good singing. living inside me. Heavenly singing. He fights my God's here in a great, wonderful way. And he loves I'm glad me. he is. And I feel like surely he's calling people. I feel that. Feel that burden. But if he's calling you, it's up to you to make the choice and take the step and make the move. Would you do that right now? He understands. Amen. He picks me up, yeah. wipes off my sins, and puts me on my feet again. Yes, He loves me as small yeah. as I Amen. am. Amen. 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 Good singing. Good singing. I want the piano to play softly. I'm going to ask for another song in just a minute. But right now, with heads bowed and eyes closed, I want to talk to you this way. And this is not to trick you, not to put you on a spot, and I'm not going to embarrass you, heaven forbid. But sometimes, and I say this often, sometimes we need to acknowledge to ourselves that we do have a problem and we do have a need. And so sometimes I do this. I know it helps folks sometimes. I think it helped me one time. Here's the point. If you're here tonight and your relationship's not what it should be with God, let me talk to those that haven't been born again yet. You know, you can be a wonderful person, a good person, a good citizen, but if you haven't been born again, you're still lost and on the way to hell. If you realize that you're lost, that you've never had a time and place where you've asked Jesus and he's come in and saved your soul, would you be willing to acknowledge that with heads bowed and eyes closed? And I'm not going to come to you and I'm not going to point you out. But would you just raise your hand saying that, yeah, I'm in that spot. I've never been born again. I need to be. And I'd like for people to pray for me. I won't point out who you are or where you're in the, the church house, but if you'll just lift your hand, raise it up. I'll, I'll tell the church somebody raised their hand. Would you do that tonight just quickly? Thank you for raising that hand. I appreciate that. Would there be another? That touched my heart. Would there be another one? Just raise your hand. Just raise it up a little bit. Would you just raise your hand? Say to that. Pray for me. I appreciate the one that raised their hand. Seemed like there could be more. I'm not trying to pressure you, but just raise your hand. You don't even have to raise it way high. Just raise it up kind of face high if you want to. If you just raise your hand up just a little bit, just a little tiny bit. If you feel like you need to get saved and you want people to pray for you, just raise your hand just a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna come. Oh, well, let me, let me do this. Let me speak to the people that are already saved. If there's somebody here tonight that's saved and uh, you're not just where you need to be with the Lord, you need to really get in, uh, and you need the church's prayers, would you raise your hand? 
Anybody like that today? Anybody like that tonight? Well, I appreciate that hand. Sure do. Would there be another one like that? Somebody here to say, I thank you for raising that hand. Appreciate you raising your hand. Okay, open, open your eyes, raise your head. Now, I want you to do this. We want to sing another song. I want you to do this, and I'll say this before we sing. Consider where you're at, and especially if you raise your hand, it's still it's your choice, and it's no pressure. Your choice, 100%. If you're here and you're not in a spot where God would have you to be, and you feel like you need to come and pray, we'd like to pray with you, and we'd like to be a help to you. God's the one that solves the problem, but he uses us to help each other, but God's the one that takes care of it all. If you're here and you're not saved, and you need to get saved, and even if you didn't raise your hand, the altar's still open to you. The invitation is still to you. Whoever God's calling, that's who the invitation's to. But you that were brave enough and honest enough and open enough to raise your hand, that's a step in the right direction. While we sing this song, if you'd like to take the next step and step out and come to the altar, we'd like to pray with you tonight while we sing. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Everybody mind the Lord. Everybody obey the Lord. You'll never go wrong doing what God wants you to do. Would you come right now? Up to you. Your choice. Completely and entirely 100%. But the Bible did say, Choose ye this day whom you will serve. If you want to serve God, you need to obey the impression that God puts on your heart. See, He leads us with His Holy Spirit. Are you willing to follow him tonight? Where he leadeth, I will follow. Will you do that? Will you follow him tonight? Are you, are you willing to follow him where he's leading you? Please obey him. Thank you for listening. Thank you for praying. But please obey him. Please obey the master tonight. Boy, I'm excited about this service. We don't have anybody on the altar. But if I know the Spirit of God, He sure is calling, folks. And that excites me. And I'm thankful that God's mercy is reaching out. And just as Jesus said in the Bible, He's saying through the Holy Spirit tonight, right now, come on to me. Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. He made that statement in the Bible universal in general. But when He speaks with His Holy Spirit, He personalizes the invitation. When he spoke to me as a young man, I knew it was personal to me. I believe somebody here knows it's personal to you. Please come. Amen. Amen. The altar's still open. The invitation's still going on. God, I believe, is still calling. And if he's still calling you, you still need to come. Amen. As far as I feel like going, if somebody else has got an impression on your heart or anything, you're welcome. And uh, when God's calling, it's important to come. Uh, of course, I will say this. There's been numerous times over the years that we've had people that recognized and realized that God was calling them. Even when church was dismissed, they still felt like God was calling them. We've had occasion, and not too long ago, we've had occasion that after church somebody wanted to pray, and even after church was dismissed, we came back to the altar and we prayed. We've had people get saved like that. God is still God. I remember uh, more than once, but one person I'm thinking of in particular after church, and uh, 
we stopped to talk a little bit, and the person said, I should have gone to the altar tonight. And I said, well, you still can. And they said, oh, church is over now. I said, God's not over. We can still feel it. I said, it still seems like you're feeling it. She, the person said, yeah, I am feeling it. I said, well, when God calls, that's the invitation. Just because we had a dismissal prayer didn't dismiss God. God's still calling. And, and the person said, you mean we can go now? And I said, yeah. So we went to the altar, and that person got saved. And so whenever and wherever that God's calling you, you need to seek him. Okay, anything on anybody's heart before we come to close? Bless her, Lord. Help her, Lord. Good. It's good. You know, like that song, I feel like I'm the smallest one around here. Right. Amen. Thank the Lord for that testimony. Appreciate that. Bo, did you have something? Amen. Amen. be all the testimony, but I, I like these opened up and start out, I'm so glad to be saved, glad I'm saved. And boy, if you're saved by God's grace, you know what Bo's talking about. Thank the Lord for that. Anybody else? Anybody? Got anything? Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for praying. Again, thanks to all our visitors that come tonight. We hope and it's our prayer that you get to come back and real soon, real often. And uh, folks, uh, thank God for his calling spirit. And uh, let's just pray. And I know I have a lot of burden for a lot of people on my heart and probably all you do too. Uh, let's just really pray and take it to the Lord between now and Sunday that God might uh, call again and there might be, and sometimes, you know, I even pray God, get their attention and, and uh, help them to come to church. And uh, and I pray God when they come, speak to them. You know, we can pray all sorts of prayers like that in people's behalf, but we need to be praying for folks. And and here's the thing, too. If God puts it on our heart, uh, we could uh, stop by and visit somebody and ask them to come, or we can call them, or we can text them. Uh, we can invite people to God's house. That's real important. So whatever God gives you, do that. Anything else? All right. If not, well, let's go sit seated stand. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we're going to be doing, uh, we got our new camera. We're going to be practicing some of the setup for the live stream. So yeah. Over the course of the next few weeks, if it's not a Sunday morning, Sunday night, or Wednesday night, it's probably just us practicing. So okay. I uh, just wanted everyone to keep that. That's all right. Appreciate that. Sure do. Okay. Anything else? Right. If not, as we bow his red prayer and we'll ask Brother Neil to pray dismissal.